Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with another episode of Horror Vision. I am your host, John. And I'm the co-host, Book. And today we have the movie Fresh. Time to keep it fresh. 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 Uh, Hulu exclusive that had recently come out. Um, And we watched it. We did it. Turns out I can pay attention for an hour and a half. There you go. Well, it was that's how long? I don't know. I can't remember. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's a it's a it's a quick watch. It's actually two hours, hour and 54 minutes. Jeez. Well, so I, I can mean, pay attention for an hour and fifty four minutes. That's. I mean, it's a good sign though, like that you watch a movie and it doesn't seem that long. Like I, I think that's a pretty good sign of a movie. But we'll we'll get into it. We'll do it. We're gonna do the thing. We're we're gonna review it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we hop into that, uh, your favorite segment, Pug, what have you been up to this week? My time to shine. Here we go. So um, I went to a hockey game and I discovered my real purpose in life. You know, when you go to a hockey game and they throw those things down from the rafters, like the T-shirts and stuff like that, sometimes hot dogs, the parachute them down, you know? Oh, like the, uh, so I know at the Penguins game, they fly those like remote control blimps. Do they do that? Yeah, and and drop stuff. But uh, at the Carolina Hurricanes game I went to, so they have rafters, they have raptors up in the rafters. That's, Um, I was going to say, I don't know if I'm going to go watch a game there then, because I I don't know if you know this about me, Boog, but I am allergic to raptors. It's one of my little, I think we all are. One of my little bugaboos. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. But uh, so they go up there, they dropped them down. And my purpose in life now is to catch those. And I I actually caught one this past game. I don't think that's like a, like a very lucrative job. I don't know. I don't know that you could live off of. I no, guess it, at it least def- you'd have def- the food. Yeah, if, if because tr- I, can, I can start a charity where like I, you know, I get discounts on the tickets. I give all the shirts away to like people who need it, stuff like that. Because I can't wear those shirts. Those shirts they drop down are like children's mediums. Uh, well, like you're gonna you're gonna need it though, because Why? I don't need it, the shirt. Well, if it's your job, you're not gonna be able to like afford other shirts, and then also like if they drop hot dogs, you're gonna have to probably eat those. That's gonna be your only like form of food. <laughs> I go outside and sell them afterwards. I got big old mitts. I'm bringing a baseball game hey, to the next one. Hey, I'm glad you found your your true passion because uh, I don't I don't know how successful it's going to be, but it benefits a lot of other people besides me because I can't wear the shirts. I gave this one to my niece. She can't wear it either, not for another like ten years. But she'll grow. She'll grow into it. She'll fit one day. 
But hey, that's what she said. Oh, fuck. That's my niece, man. It wasn't in reference to your niece. I don't care. Work. Your nie- I heard your niece doesn't even like you, dude. That's what they've been saying on the internet. No, she does. I don't know, I think. dude. I mean, the internet never lies. It's unde- well, first undefeated. of all, if people are talking about that, I'm pretty okay with that. Because that means my name's being thrown out there. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole idea of, like, uh, any press is good press. Like, I don't think so. Like, you're, you're skating on the cancel culture, like teeter-totter there man you might you might just be done the internet's they're turning on you i think next week i'm gonna be on espn with lavar ball <laughs> i got this oh man i don't think so. i don't know they don't really show him no more like, yeah because he's in that job yeah they got sick of his stuff and it turns out his sons are okay at basketball yeah but he was acting like they're the greatest ever but that was the problem well, every parent does that with their son or, or their kids. I'm not. When I have a kid, I'm going to be straight up with them. Like, my kid's bad. I'm going to be like, hey, man, you're bad. Like, as long as you're having fun, that's good. But, like, I just want to make it explicitly clear to you, like, you're bad. Ooh, another job idea. Pay me and I'll bully your son. Get his hopes real low. Yeah, I'll do <laughs> that's, it. That's the bull son guy. Or daughter. That's, that's the bull guy. Not discrimination, you know. I, I like where your head's at. You're thinking. You're at least trying. Like, you haven't come up with a good idea yet, but you're still trying. It's the mm-hmm. uh, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled once. Someone's gonna pay me a hundred dollars to yell at a dog, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you!" I'll pay the dog. You. I'll pay another person a hundred dollars to beat you up if you yell at a dog. That's. I know. That's why I'm gonna get canceled. That's my that's my line. Don't be yelling at dogs. Take that out of the book. Oh man. So was did you have a good time at the game? Yeah. Um. They had five dollar tall boys a beer. And I had like seven of them. I feel like that's like a that's cheap for like a sporting event anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a. I know it's, a, like, uh, I know it's like made a twelve bucks for like a beer at a Penguins game. That's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made a deal with a vendor, so it's like a private the uh, brewer, brewing company, whatever you want to say. It's doing it in... brewer. That's a weird word. Brewers. Yeah. Brewer. That's... Brewer. Just too many, too many letters there. Yeah, I'm gonna go down and get a beer. Hold on. It's like someone was like, they went back to like the freezer in, in the kitchen or something, and it was very, very cold in there. And then someone fuck, it's stupid. I'm sick. I'm sick of stupid words. Book. Two what are you doing in the cooler? Um, two things I'm sick of is stupid people and stupid words. Yeah, you know what my new phrase is for this year? What is it? Make it till you make it. That has nothing to do in the context of what we were talking about, but it has good for you. You're trying. You're trying, it. bug. The work in progress. You're gonna be you're gonna be faking it your whole entire life. Probably. That's how you know I'm gonna make it one day. No, that means if you fake it your whole entire life, that means you've never made it. No, so I'm gonna make it. <laughs> Then you won't I'm be fake. Then, then you won't be out there. Uh, all right, let's let's get let's get into I'll this. Frank Sinatra there for you, dude. For I heard on the internet, like, don't quote me on this. This is the internet. This isn't me saying this. This is the internet saying this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were saying if Frank Sinatra was alive, he would hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It's not me, book. I think I personally think, saying that. I personally think he wouldn't think about you at all. But the internet was saying like. If if old blue eyes and and bug were in the same room, like he'd kick you in the head. Listen, I gotta find 
I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound horrible, an offspring of Frank Sinatra. I'm going to meet him and I say, what whatever that- relationship you have with Frank Sinatra, would he hate me? Would he beat me up? Would I take him? Well, that's that's like not really a fair like. So, say someone didn't like your your like you had an issue with your dad, and they came and asked you, but you didn't know that person, and your dad never talked about that person. You wouldn't even be an expert on it just because you're related to your dad. So there's like a I don't know, but also if you came up and asked that, I think his kid just out of anything be like, "Who the fuck are you? Get away from me!" I don't know. How'd you get in my bathroom? <laughs> Climbed in through the bathroom window. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's hop into this. Fresh. Fresh. Let's keep it fresh. Fresh. All right. So this came out uh, on March 4th on Hulu. Hulu exclusive. I kind of like, because obviously I like the the movie uh, theater experience, but I like how the the higher production is going into like these exclusives for like Hulu and Netflix or like even HBO Max. Like things like, like, I like the different, I like direct to video doesn't mean what it used to you know like it actually there's a level of quality a level of production to it that i appreciate and like it just as an alternative um it's they're they're trying to compete with each other yeah yeah obviously but um this uh i I think this is a, a very very well done film uh produced by searchlight pictures um directed by mimi cave uh, I looked, she mostly before this did uh, like music videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like one of their first um, uh, like full length productions uh, mm-hmm. for a first time effort. I thought they, they did very good. Uh, it was written by Lauren Kahn. Uh, and looking back through her history, she had been on a few different crews for some funny movies like The Other Guys. I, I know I'm a fan of that one. I don't know if, how much you. Like oh, I love! I just watched the other and day. Then, I love that movie. An even bigger fan of. She was also part of the the crew that did um, Step Brothers, all one of the all time best comedy movies. I'm gonna make a bold statement here. I actually like the other guys more than Step Brothers. That's kind of bold, bold. I know. That's why I said I'm gonna make a bold statement. All right, that's fair. I mean, hey, to each their own. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy both of them, but I think uh, Step Brothers is like a whole tier above that. But no biggie. Uh, but she had written the one another film right before this, Ibiza, and then and then this film. Um, I thought script wise, the the comedy, the tone, the characters were written very well, and and it, it definitely gave the cast a lot to work with. Um, so I would I would be interested in the future to see what Lauren Kahn does, because uh, I. I, I liked what I saw in this one from her. Yeah, uh, I don't know where she's going to go from this. Hopefully she does the sequel, because I think there's going to be a sequel to this. Uh, I mean, you could, but I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'd be better. We'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to that point, but I, mm-hmm. I, I like where this this one left off. I, I did. There's some unanswered, a few unanswered questions, um, but we'll get into that, though. Uh, as far as the cast, uh, main character Noah, played by Daisy uh, Edgar Jones. I looked at her um, recent works and things like that. Nothing major, some some smaller bit parts, some TV series. Uh, I thought she did an excellent job. She did a very good job of conveying someone that is 
pretty much fed up with the the dating world uh, in modern times. Um, and mm-hmm. she came off as a very genuine, um, a little bit awkward, not really awkward, just like a, a person that's like just fed up with like how the world's going. Uh, I, I thought her performance was great. And then your other main lead, Sebastian Stan, everyone knows him as Bucky, the Winter Soldier in... Um, the, I guess the uh, the Marvel Universe, the uh, Avengers, Captain America, uh, as well as he was uh, a big character on Gossip Girl. I knew you were into that book, so I figured I'd throw that out there as well. I can't um, believe you know that fact about me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think he, of anyone, and he's, spoiler, he's, he's the main villain in this. Um, mm-hmm. He steals the show. His performance makes this movie, uh, in my opinion absolutely beautiful like he has the charisma but that like a little dark edge to him and then back to the the script that lauren lauren wrote um his story like you don't really it's not really like you're sympathetic but you understand where he's coming from and how he got to that point he is a very well fleshed out character and the way he portrays it just steals steals the show there um, mm-hmm. As well as you have Noah's best friend Molly, played by JoJo T. Gibbs. Um, also, not too many past roles, uh, but I thought she was excellent, uh, especially when she Noah goes missing and she actually goes to the suspected house of Steve and meets his wife and everything. I uh, her acting was great. Uh, I really liked her character. Um, I think because a lot of times, especially modern times, they are always talking about like a strong woman and stuff like that. And they just kind of like shoehorn them in and they're doing stuff like she's a very genuine, strong female character in a movie that I, mm-hmm. I really liked her performance a lot as well. Um, and then uh, another one that gets involved in the search and he was actually there at the bar at one point, um, had a past relationship with Molly was Paul played by Deo Okenia. Um, I thought he was great too. They used his character kind of, and he even says at one point, he's like, he's like, man, I seen like these horror movies, like they're, he's like, this is, this is what gets brothers killed or something like that. Like, I don't know. It kind of sounds racist the way you say it like that, but like, it's not like he was a, a, a realistically well done character. And I, I know mm-hmm. keep going back to the script, like what I appreciate, and it's something that we always talk about on the podcast, is like these characters don't ask, act believable. Like we just did the te- the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and every character makes the dumbest, stupid decision to get in the situation where these people get in bad situations, but the story makes sense of how they got to that point. Like you understand, mm-hmm. like Noah makes a bad choice and gets her in trouble. And but you understand that she let her guard down because she's been let down so many times in the past and she's fed up with the situation. So she took a risk that even and that's this where the script's very smart. Like her friend Molly's like, like, you're you're going to get killed, like going up and staying with him like that's you're being stupid. It's like I appreciate a, a smart and even if they don't do smart things at a time, a well-written character that justifies their actions mm-hmm. like based upon like real world logic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, the, the Paul character, the way, like his dialogue on that and the way that he acts and the things he does, um, just ma- it makes sense as well. And I thought his performance was strong. Uh, the, the other, um, major leads in this, uh, 
I guess his his wife's technically she has uh Steve, so it turns out Steve is married. Um his wife uh I think was played by Alina Morris. Um she doesn't have too too many lines, but she does have like just the look of her is like kind of menacing. Like she seems like a nice suburban mom, but like when shit starts going down in the scenes that she's in, she was kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a, a few of the smaller characters. There's not too many characters in this. It's mostly contained um, in like one or two locations. Uh, but some the other two captives, you had Andrea Bang playing Penny and Charlotte Lee Bond playing Anne. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I thought, I mean, they, they were strong. There wasn't too much to their characters. But uh, in, in general, I like the cast. Uh, these people... They've had like bits and smaller parts. Uh, obviously, besides Sebastian Stan, he's obviously the most well known in this movie. Um, but I, I thought they all did an excellent job uh, for the for the most part. There, it went all out for him, and they it paid off in a big way. Yeah, his casting choice was was definitely the correct move there, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, well. Uh... We can hop into also one last thing when we're talking about like the production crew stuff here. I thought it was um, so it seems like in the past couple years. So this was produced by Adam Mackey, who like did like Step Brothers and stuff like that. In the past couple years, like he had they had recently like Don't Look Up and stuff. He's doing more because there's still the comedic and even in this one, there's like the comedic element to it. But mm-hmm. like movies that kind of have like a message or a point to it, so I, I kind of like the trajectory that he's on and the projects that he's becoming a part of. Uh, so I just wanted mm-hmm. to mention that first. I'm looking His at name the, sounds very familiar. Oh, he's done a a bunch. Um, oh, don't look up the other guys. Vice, The Big Short. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love The Big Short. I mean, I just mm-hmm. wish more people would watch that because it's. getting ready to happen again (laughs) pretty much all right well we'll hop into this here so i'll get get into the plot the story of the movie book but you already know that you saw it you watched it you know i i watched a movie i don't know if it was this movie well we're about to find out let's see all right so the story focuses on noah a young woman trying to trying her hand at online dating um, she's quickly become increasingly disillusioned with dates due to men she interacts with not having general decency. Uh, one day at the supermarket, a man named Steve flirts with her and they exchange numbers. On their first date, the two quickly hit it off and go back to his apartment to have sex. After several, several dates, Steve invites Noah for a weekend break alone with him. Uh, against the advice of her friend Molly, Noah agrees to the trip. Planning to travel early the following day, Noah spends the evening at Steve's luxury home. Later, the two share a cocktail. Steve drugs Noah, and she falls unconscious. Uh, when Noah wakes up, she's in captivity, chained to the ground. Steve explains that he is a butcher of human meat, and that he harvests women's body parts and sells them to wealthy clients for consumption. And from there, uh, the shit starts to hit the fan. Um, so I, I guess like a little like pretext there. Um, so the way, like the only thing I knew about this movie going in is they were showing commercials on TV a lot and they didn't really describe the movie too much. You just saw the commercials and you're like, there's something going on here. I don't know. So the way they set up the movie and this will go right into the pros and cons. This is 
Mm. Um, my favorite part about this movie, the pro. So the first about 20, 25 minutes of the film is set up like almost like, uh, like a rom-com, like a dating movie. And it's her going on the first date with this dude. That's like an absolute douche. And what do they go get Chinese food? And he's like complaining. He got his scarf like dirty and like, just, uh, just like a piece of shit. And it does a good job of illustrating like, these like the dating app she's using like the the date the online dating just sucks for her Mm -hmm. um and they so they go from there and like then she meets sebastian stan's character steve at the supermarket and they have their goofy little flirting first meeting and it's it's so awkward and cheesy but like he says some joke about grapes or something i don't know but it was it was funny it was like endearing and like they actually had the chemistry i'm like this is this is pretty good and it's sucking you in it all seems good and it's going great and they genuinely like each other um Mm. and then they're gonna go away to to this camping trip and he's like well um like we'll stay the night at my house first and then we'll just leave from there in the morning just because like traffic she's like okay and they go back and they're listening to music um and he makes her a drink and then she gets dizzy and like the music starts getting weird and everything um and then then she passes out and then the title card drops and then you're just like oh fuck it just becomes like a completely different movie and just going in like from just seeing like general previews and you know something's gonna happen because because it's like a horror movie or whatever mm. um like the previews put it like that but other than that like you think you're watching like a, a totally different kind of movie for the first 20 to 25 minutes and it sucks you it does a great job of sucking you in and just giving you a real genuine feel from this characters and then it flips it right on its face and then you're just like oh fuck I, I i honestly would say what i liked best and my pro in this movie is the first 20 to 25 minutes the setup to the credits and the premise of the movie um is, is one of the best i've seen probably in like the past 10 years it, i really liked how this movie started mm-hmm. it kind of it reminded me of um which one is it friday the 13th was it friday the 13th or was it um are you talking about how it, the newest one, the one that came out in 09, like the reboot, how they started and just kind of like went into it. And it's like 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes before like it kicks to like the title card. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit. It had a real super long intro and it kind of got a different feel for the movie. Cause in the beginning of this, you thought it was going to be just like a straight, uh, like a rom-com in the beginning of that you thought it was just going to be a random group that he's like going out and murder and stuff like that but he kills them off so fast this kind of like the transition so fast yeah um, it, it's it honestly was, like it's a completely different movie and then it hits and like the music that's so right into my my second pro um the soundtrack and the music choices that they used for this i loved it like i love mm-hmm. that i love that I, I don't know like secretly like uh like the indie, the chill, like indie style music. I like that. And then obviously what they use for the, the previews for the commercials on TV and it's the ending music in this heads or roll by um, the yeah, yeah, yeahs. That just reminds me a lot of back in college. Like that was like a big one because Project X came out then and they had that song in there. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. that song too. <laughs> yeah, but, the whole part, the, the whole like when she was getting drugged, stuff like that, the music there, like her vision slowly fading the cinematography was great in that, but then the music just slowly amplifying. I mean, it, it was that whole scene was like beautifully done. Yeah. So I'm looking 
Another scene that I made a, a note of is when the car ride up to his house and the camera's looking just for, like, there's a lot of artistic shots. Like the cinematographer, I'm looking at here, Paul Pogorzaleski. Um, mm -hmm. I liked his choices. There was, like, an artsy element to it. Like, they had the camera sticking out of the back of the car, and you see it rolling with the trees and the sun setting. Like, the, the way they filmed it and the lighting and the angles, there was, like, um, there's definitely, like, an artsy sense to it. And I just, I, I really liked uh, how this film was shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it we, really we just, helps when you have a, we just ripped off like, like just in one train of thought, like three or four pros, but th that's the thing about this movie. Like there's a lot to, a lot to like in this movie. Give me, give me a con then. Um, so a con that I can just think of like that really stuck out for me. Mm hmm. I didn't have too many, but the, the one that really sticks out for me is the, some of the questions I have at the end. So at the ending, they managed to kill Sebastian Stan. Um, just like a little setup getting to that. So when uh, Noah's friend Molly goes to search for her, because she just had a weird feeling like from the beginning, and she ends up getting herself captured, and she's trapped in there too, but they escape out. Um, and they are eventually they're able to kill, uh, Sebastian Stan after he's chasing them into the woods, uh, his character, Steve. Um, but, uh, the wife is along with, um, her bodyguard. So I, so I guess I got to go back again. The backstory with that is, uh, so he, he is a surgeon himself. So he has this background. So he keeps the, the girls that he captures, um, chained up and then slowly takes, pieces off them and sells the meat to like wealthy this like group of wealthy people like almost like mm -hmm. a, an Illumina, illuminati style cult um mm -hmm. but they they have like bodyguards stuff like that so the wife comes with the bodyguard and anyway no ends up running into the wife and she's able to actually with the help of uh molly they end up killing her as well and then they're just sitting there um and, and it ends like with them together and they're like we, we made it but the thing is the bodyguard was still there he was going to the house and then he was coming back and then there's that whole organization and just i feel like they ended it there and like i'm okay with it but it's like it leaves too much like um like if they would have got in a car and escaped because the paul the the bartender the the friend of molly's he mm -hmm. had driven up to the house and he got creeped out when he heard the gunshots. He's like, nope, I'm out of here. Like, I thought maybe they would have, like, stumbled to the road and found them and got in the car with Paul and drive away. Or, yeah, drive away. Drove away. And I, I would I think I would have liked that ending better because it does give you the closure and it makes sense. Like, they got out of the situation. But to be fair, the way they just end it there and they're kind of still in that situation they could have got recaptured or that bodyguard could have came out and killed them and they weren't in the best shape like um for example earlier in, in the film um noah tries to escape and as punishment steve actually surgically removes her butt which it's kind of mm -hmm. funny that's kind of funny to think about but um also incredibly gruesome um so i like they were they were all messed up and the the other girl uh penny that was escaping along with them like she i think she had like one leg 
So they were like, mm-hmm. oh, they were all messed up. Like, they were and, all they, fucked up. and that bodyguard could have came back and just killed them or recaptured them. So I, I wasn't the biggest fan of how them them deciding to end it there. Like, I'm okay with it, but like they could have easily just ended it a little bit better than that. See, the way it ended, that's why I think there's going to be a sequel, or at least I can think of like a billion ways there could be for the next sequel. Oh, there's a tons of ways, but like I think the problem if you go with the sequel route is. This, like we were saying earlier, Steve, Sebastian Stan's character is the strongest part of the movie. If I would recommend, if I had two re- like things to recommend for checking this out, one would be just the intro and the transition into a horror movie. So the 25 minutes, that transition, like that's worth watching on its own. Um, and then Sebastian Stan's performance, um, he plays an excellent like layered villain type character um mm-hmm. and his charisma his delivery of like the lines like so good so good um but it's with him dying at the end of this movie i don't think i mean you could but i wouldn't recommend making a sequel to it if that makes sense do you think do you think that uh, the girl who played Noah, what's her name, Daisy Edgar Jones, had a strong enough performance in this that she can be the lead in the sequel, if they do make a sequel? I think so, and you could make it, and it could be quality, but I think you're just going to have diminishing returns there because what makes the film was Sebastian Stan's character. So you'd have to bring someone in that could deliver uh as memorable or if not more so uh a powerful performance and i i don't i mean that's just a tall task it was a tall task to create this in the first place and something that actually no pun intended felt fresh and and interesting so did that make you laugh book <laughs> yeah you oh, fresh <laughs> you're thinking of subway again you little piece Fuck. of shit yeah uh, no but the, 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 my version of a sequel, there, there's two ways, I, but there's one big factor. The biggest factor, I think, is Noah. She now has a taste for it. So she, now she's like, she's kind of craving it. You know, the first time she ate it, she threw up. But the second time, I mean, she got taste for it and she ended up biting his dick off. But I think she was this, she was playing it up and did, but I, I agree. So, like, you know, when you're watching along in the movie and you're like, how are they going to end this? Or you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of trying to figure it out. And I was thinking um, when she tried to, like, warm up to him because she had a feeling she knew that, like, he even said, like, she was different than the other ones. Like, it was, spe- like, special. Like, mm-hmm. it was almost, it was leaning towards if he she didn't do that, like, that she would probably, like, they'd probably end up killing his wife and she would be like the new wife, you know, like his new like accomplice in this because he, he felt that like, she was like, well, he even says it. He's like, you're, I could tell from the beginning, like you're fucked up like me. Um, but I thought they were going to go to the direction where like she gets the taste for it. And then either like they become partners with that, which I thought like, that would have been an interesting way to end it. Or like she would kill them and then she would start working for, the 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 like cult the the rich people that that eat eat uh flesh um so i I thought they were going to go in that direction they didn't uh but yeah i I mean that is an interesting point like i don't think she actually i think even the second time uh when he prepared the food for her i think she was just 
faking it to get to that point because she knew she had to do that stuff and get him like to let his guard down and then bite his wiener off you know i I think so i don't think she had a strong enough performance to be the lead in a sequel but i think she did a good enough job or well enough she can be a background character trying to find another surgeon who's desperate in need and she convinces him to do this so like you're saying like she could be part of of the sequel but not like a main focus yeah she can be like um uh what's his name he she could be like darth darth sidious making the calls from behind the scenes you know but at the very end it flashes and she's the one who's making the calls kill that guy capture that guy you know and she ends up becoming this huge cannibalist serial murderer what i'm wondering is like so he, he like took her butt like is she gonna get a new butt now how do you go to like the butt store or how does that work you go to the butt store i don't know do they sell butts Are butts cheap i don't know like do you, i mean maybe you get like an animal butt hey let us know if you have any opi- uh, opinion on it or you know any anything about a butt store email us at what is it what is it hunters vision at gmail.com yeah that's it that's it Yes, let us, us know. let us know how cheap butts are. Also, like, I'm Bo- asking for a friend. Boog's been been checking out. Like, so if there's any butts you want him to give his opinion on, send them. Send oh, butts. send butts. Oh, please what don't. Is, what is it that they used to call you in middle middle? No, that was high school. They used to call you Seymour. Uh, Seymour butts. Yeah, that was high school. Middle school, I was called Thunderlips. <laughs> Uh, so you looking? It's only a couple more years, and that priest gets out of jail. Pretty much. So, like, I gotta, I gotta live it up now, because I'm gonna pretty much be. Well, to be fair, I don't think, he, I don't think he'd be interested in any in you anymore. You're like a foot and a half taller. So, how do you, how do you say, uh, I'd be like a servant of the church or something like that when he comes out? So, because he's gonna recruit me, and it's just not gonna be fun. See more butts. See more butts. Right, not so... to be confused with Thunderlips. Not to be confused with my full name now. Boog D Nasty. What's the D stand for? I don't even want Dirt. To Dirt Nasty. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. All right, Hi, I'm what Dirt else, Nasty. What else do you get? What else do you got? So I, I kind of have a con here. Um, I didn't really like... Uh, Paul's character to be in the second half of this film. Uh, that Deo Okeni, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, I'm sorry. But um, I didn't really like how he was in the second half of this, because he didn't really have a role unless there is going to be a sequel and it starts off where this one ends. Because yeah. his car is there or something, you know? Yeah, so that goes along with um, I guess what, what I was saying before, like it leaves like some unanswered. Like they could have used him as like the, he came to look for him, and then he heard the gunshots. He's like he noped out of there, and mm-hmm. like they could have like ran through the woods and then ran on the road. And they think someone's grabbing. It could have been him. Like, but that would have been kind of like a cliche. But I I kind of like it, it's it's like um, flipping your expectations on its head. And this movie does it a lot, where. You you expect like oh so like the strong female lead or strong female 
chick, the friend Molly, she got taken out. Um, and then Paul, like he's going to rescue him because he's the literally the, the last person that knows that they're there. It's like, so it's all on him. And I thought maybe mm-hmm. he might even end up getting killed or something like that. Um, but then he goes there and then he just nopes out and then drives away and leaves. And it's like, he really didn't have a purpose. Like you said, in the second half and the first half, I mean, obviously he plays a key part like Molly in the search. She actually goes to, um, him and gets him like illegally, but like just with the hints, like, cause they had a past relation broke up and like, she was complimenting him and like flirting and just pretend like she, like maybe she was, maybe she wasn't interested and he, he got him to think in and like, he gave up the information of, uh, Steve's credit card in like the locations to even give, uh, Molly a chance of finding where Noah was. So he mm-hmm. did play an important role there. Uh, but like he said, the second half he didn't. And I thought, cause you get the expectations there and they flip it and it's a bold thing to do, but your expectations, it subverted it. And I would like to have seen them do it just a, just a tad bit more with him in the second part at, at, this, at, at the end, the final act of the movie. Um, but I definitely get where you're coming with there, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. But at the same time, like it was one of my cons. Um, I'm not I just, I just wanted to do just a little bit more, but I, I kind of liked his basically commentary on like horror movies there where he was drove up, heard the shots, then even driving up the house. He's like, this place is nope. This place is creepy as hell. And then here's a gunshot. He's like, I'm out of here. He's like, he's like, people like me get killed in these movies. And like, I thought that was funny. Cause it was like, he was actually making a smart decision for once. Um, yeah. And to be fair, it wasn't like, oh, they kidnapped his girlfriend or his family got kidnapped. Like, it was kind of like a person he briefly dated and then he was helping out. And then, like, he's like, fuck this, I'm not getting killed. Mm-hmm. I think it was more like a comic relief. It's, it's kind of nitpicky on my part for a con. But, I mean, I... I... Yeah. They didn't really like it that much. Yeah, they they could have they could have done more, but I wasn't asking for too much more there. But uh, I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other what about that, you? you? Got anything? No. Other than oh. that, I mean, uh, it's the movie's not anything crazy, but it's a well done film um, that I was pleasantly surprised with. Totally agree. Oh, thanks, Book. <laughs> All right, you ready yeah. for uh, ratings uh, recommendations? As in ready, I hope you mean I didn't think about my rating until this is a very exact second. Yes, go ahead. Well, good, because you're going second. Oh, uh, sweet. <laughs> as far as my ratings and recommendations, I will give this film a 7.7. 7. Um, I really liked uh, the premise of this film, uh, as well as the way that they set up the pacing of it. Uh, it sounds like it, it's it wouldn't be a good choice to... Uh, drop your title card 25 minutes in um, but to be fair the movie doesn't take a pivot into ho- like a horror film until then um, but in those first 25 minutes they do an excellent job of really showing you with your main characters what they're all about in this film um, and getting a, a strong feel of what kind of choices they would make and justifying the choices they would make. Um, and then when it does kick into the horror side of it, um, and you get to see the depravity of Steve, Sebastian Stan's character, um, it's, it's just very well done. The cinemat- cinematography is well shot. 
the use of different uh, songs and everything. It's just a, a very well put together film. Uh, as mm-hmm. far as who I would recommend it to, um, obviously, if you have Hulu, uh, check this out. Uh, if you're looking, if you're into to cannibal films, I mean, I feel like there's not too many of them anymore. Um, even like in the newer Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they just pretty much just uh, take that portion of it. And it's it's obviously a taboo, but it's like a creepy thing to think about. Uh, so if you're into that, I, I think you would enjoy uh, this film. It kind of um, uh, goes into like what those type of people are into. Like they talks about like his clients, the rich people just... They want to eat people because that's like the one thing like they have all the money in the world and they want something that other people can't get and they talk about how he got into it and it's um it's it's interesting take on that subgenre in in horror films uh as well as in in general i'd recommend it to most people it's not super scary um it, there's a lot of creepy situations to think about getting you're being held captive and your limbs are systematically being taken off over time it's like it's dark but it's not because there's a lot of like lighthearted. there's some jokes there's um I mean, there's that whole, like, almost like a raw, like, the, the relationships of the character are, like, very endearing. So it's something like if you're with your girlfriend, spouse, significant other, and you guys want to watch a film, um, throw it on and, 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 like, trying to think of something to watch on, like, a Friday night. Like, this would be a great film for it. Um, it, it deals a lot with uh, modern love and and how, like, the, the dating scene's, like, fucked up and... I think a lot like the message wise is the risks of putting yourself out there and the vulnerability, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you can end up being chained up and eaten by a cannibal, but also like, you got to put yourself out there. I don't know. I think I'm not you're sure. Just, you're, you're just rambling now. Cause let me tell you something right here, right now. This is not a good movie to watch with a, with your significant other, your spouse, your girlfriend. I mean, call me fucked up, but, like, before, and then even later on, like, obviously, like, because it, it sh- like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a good way to phrase it. I might not be the most qualified, but, like, the the relationship at the beginning that Noah and Steve had, there was, like, it seemed like a genuine chemistry there, and it's, like, you feel for her because she, she's been through the, all these shitty things, and she's uh, getting to the point where it's hopeless. She's going to be alone forever, and she's, like, I'm okay with it, but you can tell she's not. It's, like, it's kind of heartwarming, and then she gets fucked over again, and then you're, like, God damn, like, that sucks. But then, like, they kind of even when... And I know she was playing it up, but it seemed like she was still kind of, kind of into. It. That's why I thought it was going to go like where he was, she was going to join him, and, and stuff like, like that. Like I thought that's how the story was going to go, but it's like Noah and Steve, they just as fucked up as their the situation was. They they just seemed like a genuine like, they were good for each other, but obviously they weren't. Like he, fucking chopped off her butt. I just I just want to make it very very clear on my point of view or my side of this. Um, I'm not going to ever watch this movie with my future uh, Mrs. Dirt Nasty. That's that's not going to happen. If she would have recommend this, I'd be like, first of all, Dirt Nasty, nice. 
Second of all, <laughs> we're not watching this movie together. Because at the end of it, I feel like you. Feel, I feel like you'd you'd think about your other your the other person and be like, um, okay, would you eat me? Would you? Are you gonna chop off my butt? You gonna you gonna do that? You gonna eat my butt? I feel like that would be a bad date, like to get your butt chopped off. I think that would be a bad year. I mean, unless you get like a cool new butt, I don't know. I don't. I, it, we gotta this, look into the, this it's more. Not the like future, the, you're not getting. A, you can't get like a robotic ass. Who wants to spank a robotic ass, dude? You can get new butts. Like, do you think Kim Kardashian's butts her butt? No, but. I don't like her butt. I know, but it's not liking her butt. Do you think she cares if you, if you get like a her butt, butt? You better get an upgrade, and that's not an upgrade. Well, it depends on the way you look at it. It's so fucking big. It's like you're sitting on a cushion. So, like, who maybe... sits on someone's ass? No, you don't sit on her ass. It, it's her it, sitting it, it, her ass down. So it's like it'd be like you had a pillow wherever you sat. Like I'm sitting on my computer chair here, and it's like not very comfortable. And normally I have like a pillow or something on here. But imagine if you just had that pillow ass, boom. It'd be like, hey, I got a pillow already. So maybe it could be upgraded. It's all per about perspective. It's not about you and your chauvinistic needs book. Whether you care if her butt looks good or not. Guess what book? She likes her butt. <laughs> uh, see, uh, I... You're sexist. Disagree. No. <laughs> I am genuinely like... Like, so like, did he just sew it back together? How? How? Like, I guess like, on like she, a pig, he cauterized like, it. Yeah, but like, so is it just like real flabby now? So like, if you farted, like, <laughs> maybe that's how you get a new butt because she just farts and fills it up. I don't think I don't know. We gotta right. We're gonna email the director and, or the writer and well, figure out like yeah. what what happens with butts. Oh, babe, your ass is looking a little flat today. Yeah, I'm not as gassy. <laughs> Future. Not to be, it takes place now. Oh, my bad. Fresh. Fresh. Goddamn. Okay, so... For my ratings recommendations... I actually... Um, I don't want to cut you is... off, but I didn't think about why the movie was titled Fresh until right now. Because he keeps the girls chained up and they cuts the pieces off them and it keeps them alive because his clients like the meat as it's fresher. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's why it's called Fresh. Oh, and that's, mm -hmm. that's what you would title the sequel, Fresher. And then the, the, third, the, the third one would be The Freshest. The fourth one would be The Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh, shit. Get on, get on the line to Hollywood book. They already have a new show called Fresh Prince, and they're coming to oh, get you. Yeah, that looks bad. That looks real bad. God damn. Uh, West back Philadelphia, to where I'm born. Oh, okay, raised. okay, okay. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, recommendation ratings. Recommendations. Uh, I'm gonna go seven nine for this one. Um, I did really, really enjoy this. It is a good movie. I wouldn't say it's a good movie to watch with a significant other, but I'd say it's a good movie uh, to watch if you want something different. Because there's a lot of flashes out there. There's a lot of paranormal out there. There's a lot of... Would you say like, if you wanted something fresh? Yes. If you wanted something fresh, I'd recommend watching this movie. Fresh. Fred, Fred, my microphone's not picking me up when I say 
No, it is. I'm looking at the audio uh, levels here, book, so they hear it. Okay. Okay, good. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good things in this movie. It's a, it's a good, different style of horror movie. How many, how many movie horror movies are out there with cannibalism in it? Five or six. Listen, I've watched 300,000 horror movies, and let me tell you, five or six sounds about ballpark figure, okay? Uh, I think I probably could name more than that. Okay. You want me to? But, I'll do it. No. I, 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 who? Who? Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Asked. Ferox, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, Green Inferno... Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, there's no cannibalism in it. There's a little bit. There's not a little bit. Uh, think about it. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Um, but in terms of recommendations, I mean, it's a great movie. I recommend this to a lot of people. Um, I, I want to recommend this to... I don't I don't even know. I guess I'm going to recommend this movie to cannibal, cannibalists. Cannibal, cannibals. I do, because you I do, can learn from this I how do, to properly trap someone. I do think, well, not that because they got away, but I guess he was successful at it for a while. But I think cannibals would appreciate this because normally, like, the pretense in the movies is like they're evil cannibals, they eat people, and that's like the extension of it. They don't go really go into why. Like in the Texas Chainsaw remake, they kind of go into it like, oh, the meat plant shut down, and this was like how we survived like because we didn't have food like but uh, i feel like a lot of times they just glance over that like cannibals bad which don't get me wrong cannibals are bad i'm taking that official stance but this one uh kind of um delves into like the psychology of it like sebastian stan's character talks about how he got into it like the way it makes him feel so there's like more of the psychological element to it so i i do think if there are cannibals out there which probably there is um, that they would uh, they would appreciate that in this movie, um, not so much when he gets his Peter bitten. No, they probably like that too because they eat people. Probably that's meat. You can cut it off and so you know who liked that? The guy who got arrested a couple years back for serving his penis. I don't know if he's he... like he's like mm, that's good t- that's good eating right there. What did he eat it also, or did he just have the other people eat it? I, I... think he probably. I mean, as a cook, you got to try your own food. That's that's rule number one. How do you know what you're cooking is good if you don't try it yourself? That's true. I guess you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Penis. Well, that's why they started calling you Boog. No. No, it is not. I think so. Or is that why they started calling you Dirt Nasty? That's why they called me Thunderlips. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, cannibalists cannibalism that's that's a thing i think i think the word's cannibals cannibalism cannibal cannibalist so that's who you recommend this to is cannibalists i don't know you can learn from this you can learn how to properly trap girls so they don't escape and and you can continue to cut them up and eat them oh yeah you know you know who shouldn't watch this though people who are trying to get away from the irs because i don't know what he's doing he's definitely going to get fucking audited so that's one thing in this movie, he could have got away with it if um, he didn't, uh, like, if he just set up a separate bank account 
under like a separate name or like just did the minor most minor identities fraud and just um like because that's how they ended up tracking him is they got the information because he paid with his like actual credit card fucking idiot yeah but i mean i think that actually fits that's what same back with the script where it's logical things is he covered his bases and other things but you would never expect that like he didn't have that issue like there's covering all your bases and then there's being so cocky and it literally at first he wasn't cocky but then it can't it's it started to drip in a little bit when he got into his own element there and that's something else i like with the with the dynamics of the relationship is um you might find yourself in a relationship and you think the person's perfect but as time goes on he's eating people you see that could happen you see the flaws and the stuff that you overlooked in like the lovey dovey phase come out. It's, 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 I, I can't go back enough to say it's a well put together film. Very short. And you're me. sexist. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, if you're listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast service provider, you're doing it. Uh, if not, we are on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Amazon products such as Audible, as well as the iHeartRadio podcast service. Um, if you liked our podcast, awesome. Shoot us, uh, we, we appreciate good reviews. Give us a five-star review. If not, that's fine. You're not, you're allowed to not like it. Just like you're allowed to not like eating people um so you can give us a four and a half star review on there and just say like hey it wasn't for me but that's okay so either a five or a four and a half star review and then uh if you're trying to reach out to us our email like book said was hunters horrorvision at gmail.net uh shoot us a message there if there's a movie you want us to check out if you have any questions any suggestions anything of that nature uh just shoot us an email there we're very responsive as well as you can get to us on twitter uh it's that's just at horrorvision uh give us a follow there shoot us a dm same type of deal we'll we'll respond right back to you dude i'll I'll let boog i'll let boog respond back to you and you don't know what you're gonna get i'm gonna ask you where to get a new fresh butt <laughs> for a friend uh, not for not for me i just need to know for a friend. i guess if you are gonna get another butt, like you'd want it to be fresh you don't want any dirty ass butt like dirty ass. I wonder if they, you can do an ass, ass transplant. Can you do that? I probably. I don't know that your body might reject it. Like, what happens if you reject your butt? I'm Top. an organ donor, and let me tell you, if anyone gets my ass, you're welcome. You know why I chose to be an organ donor? Um, because there's some type of tax thing to it, right? No. So I there is. You do can, can like do a tax break or something like that. The real reason I chose it, um. So if you are an organ donor and say you get in like a very bad car accident, instead of constantly like them trying to resuscitate you, they more quickly like call it and so they can get the organs like on ice and like harvest. So I figured like if I get in a very bad car accident, like I don't want to be like it's more of it like paralyzed or like just real fucked up and then try to get through that. So I figured I'll be an organ donor so they don't try to bring me back. Take my ass. I want my, that's what, I want my, that's I, what my license says I, in the back. I want to donate my ass to science. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ.
Now, <laughs> uh, uh, what else do we got here? We got that, our YouTube channel. We got some big things in the works there. So uh, go, that's Hunter's Horror Vision on YouTube. Give us uh, a follow there, like, link, subscribe. Uh, and it's coming up here in the, in the next few months here. And we're going to have some real cool stuff that uh, I've been mm -hmm. working on some graphics and uh, some production for. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, other than that, I think that's all we got. Boogie, you got anything to wrap this up? Um, don't, what are we doing next? What are, what's that movie called? Um, so it depends on what our schedule is. We have that new Ty West film coming out called X. Um, and then we, I've, I've watched it. You still need to watch it, but studio six, 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 the Foo Fighters mm -hmm. horror comedy. So it's going to be one of those two, um, in, in that fashion. So if the next, I don't, I'm just, my mind's like boggling right now, but it's, if one of them's not the next movie, then that's going to be the next one. Okay. So your next two movies are X in Studio 666 in one of the orders that it could possibly be. <laughs> be prepared for random. It's not random. There's two choices. It's a flip of a coin. I gotta, I gotta find a coin. I, I actually have a lot of coins in my pocket right now. Oh, what was that? You gotta guess what type of coin that was. Mmm, that sounded like a poker chip. Because yeah. it sounded plastic when it hit the desk. It definitely wasn't. Okay, flip it again for me. Let me hear it. Alright. It rolled off onto the floor. Let me grab it. Do you not know how to flip a coin? No, I just flipped it and it rolled. I didn't have that much space. See, mine... Oh, that sounded real heavy. That's a 50 cent coin. Holy shit, you got it right. Yeah. You're actually yeah. wrong. It's not a 50 cent. It's a dollar. Fucking Christ. Is it one of the gold dollars? No, dude. This is old. So my, so my grandpa is like a big coin collector. And mm -hmm. the past Christmas, he gave me a coin. And it's my my lucky coin. And uh, mm. it is a dollar, a silver dollar from 1889. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty, a pretty good year, you know? Pretty cool. I think that's like... You know what? You know what also happened in 1889? Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> you goddamn idiot. No, Nintendo was founded. I'll tell you this right now, Bug. If you're fucking lying to me, I don't care. I'm not that interested. Look it up. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Um, There's one more thing I wanted to say. Fucking say it then. Oh, I've always wanted to go back in time and, and try to live life in the 1920s. You would do terror. You would do. Terribly. I'd be the guy. Uh, no, I'd be a guy flipping a coin and catching it, posting up on the corner of a street. No, you know what you would be doing yeah. in the nineteen twenties. Mm -hmm. You would work, work at the circuit. No, you'd be at the circus. Oh, no! Nah, I'm tall, but I'm not that. I'm not freakishly tall. Step right for the nineteen twenties. You'd be step right up and see the wonderful dirt nasty. He's taller than a fucking sycamore tree. That's right up there. We got uh, the tallest man in the world, Dirt Nasty. Take a look, take a little peeky with him. We can get you a picture here for a nickel. Don't get your kids too close to Dirt Nasty. Step right oh. up. Today's a swell day to see the living giant. There he goes again. Look at him run. His long ass strides. <laughs> That's Dirt Nasty in his prime, folks. Is that a horse? No, that's just Dirt Nasty. 
Look at Dirt Nasty racing horse. Let's see if he can beat him. The eighth wonder and of the world. And he lost again. What a <laughs> wonderful time to be alive. The eighth wonder of the world, Dirt Nasty. How can a man so tall have such a tiny Peter? <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, I swear. It's, it's normal size. So you're going to be in 1920, but then your voice is also going to be very deep now? Yeah, very. Okay. That yeah, that's that's part. I flip that. back and forth. That makes sense with time travel. Yeah, that adds up. All right. Nah, part. don't worry. You see, if it's it, it just looks real small in my hand. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. You know what time is? But play the guitars. All right. This is Dirt Nasty signing off. Uh, later. <laughs>